When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, it is uh, Monday. We're cranking it up for the week, and it is time for the 2 o'clock call of the day. And, John, any guests percolating in your brain? Gettable guests for Burger Gettable guests that would be good to get. Yes. That right. Laura will get. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna be surprised okay. at where I go. Yeah. Steve Ballmer. Oh. New arena. All star game coming up. We've never had him. He doesn't do a lot of media. Oh. Think he'd be willing to talk about the Intuit Dome. Hmm. His team is very good this year. Yeah. Don't think it's impossible. What do you think, Bergman? I mean, I'll see if Laura can do it. Oh, come on. You're still the <laughs> producer of everything. Of everything, yeah. I mean, I'll I can try and reach out to that. The, would be interesting. I would happy. I'll happily reach out to the Clippers and say you have a really nice logo now, and I will. I don't like their Ballmer. logo at all. You're weird. Super boring logo. Uh, yeah, we can talk more about that yeah. later. Steve Ballmer is sweating it out tonight. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, that's going to help. All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Northridge. Mike, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon, Mason in Ireland. You guys are the best. Thanks, man. The reason I'm calling is longtime Laker fan, and it's been happening all year, defensive rebounding. I don't blame AD at all. He's doing his job. As you guys know, who played basketball before, rebounding is all hustle. And I don't know why. It's not just yesterday. They get killed on the defense. They give up more second and third chances at any team I've ever seen. And I don't know why. Cam or anyone cannot fix this situation. They won't go far unless they change this. Uh, Mike, I think it's a completely fair criticism. As you know, I'm a shameless Lakers apologist, but to get out-rebounded 51-34 to by the Suns and to allow Yusuf Nurkic, who's a good player, to get 22 rebounds is not right. And I'm glad you mentioned that it is not all Anthony Davis's fault. I think the casual fan will go, wow. AD Yusuf, really got Yusuf crushed. Nurkic. No. AD leaves Nurkic to go help on defense. Right. And then Nurkic has a free lane to the rim. AD could have played better, but he had 14 rebounds himself. Yeah, he did. And he's not the only one that's allowed to rebound. I, you know, I read an article today. Is it size? Are they? Do they not have enough size to, no, to be, rebound with LeBron everybody. LeBron and AD are both tall, and now Rui's out there, and he's tall. He's tall and but long. But to yeah. Mike's point, in rebounding this year, the Lakers are 21st out of 30. Yeah. And in offensive rebounding, 30 out of Whoa. 30. So it's got to get better. Yeah, and it's and the to. guards, Darvin talked about it after the game yesterday. The guards, D'Angelo and Austin, are pretty good size. They're yeah. both 6'5. Yeah. Uh, they got to go rebound. Part of it is they don't want to get beat in transition, so after they shoot, they get they back don't on crash defense. and they go back. But yeah. I think they got to make some adjustments because because Mike's right, they're getting killed on the boards. Yeah, they got to crash them. Uh, Pat Riley used to say, "No rebounds, no rings." There you go. Um, that may be true this year. Frankie D. Fresh, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What it do, babies? It's your boy Frankie D. Fresh. 
And what an honor it is to be on the Mason Ireland show the day they get inducted into the day before they get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, man. I have some points I need to make. Uh, first, I got to say, AD is gutless and soft. Yeah, Why? If you want to win a championship, you got to play harder. John, what are you smoking? It doesn't seem to be. Doesn't seem like it's coming from the Green Cross in Torrance. Uh, Second, I w- go ahead. And the my other point is, uh, I'm also called earlier before advocating for vinyls, uh, records, DJ. Ugh. I do that. Are you one of those uh, vinyl I people? I have nothing against vinyls. Uh, it's just easier, it's Frankie, so to play digital music. I, 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 I totally get it. I totally get it. But I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Advocating for Mental Health, because okay, uh, and for the whole and for the whole radio station for getting me through some tough times. Uh, oh, that's good to hear. Is a suicide and crisis hotline, whoever needs it. And finally, I want to give a big shout out to Bergman. He deserves his flowers. So I started listening to Mason Ireland when Lindsay used to produce the show. Maybe a little better, but you know, <laughs> you judge that. But shout out. Remember when he, better. Used, he used to use a uh, Xbox microphone. Uh, on the, uh, I think it was just uh, LZ and Sedano show, and then Cap came along, and uh, he's been crushing it. He's gone from the, uh, hosting the Lakers hoedown in his closet to being <laughs> That's an true. host and, and Mal. So he has come right. a long Thank you, Frankie. Way. Thank Appreciate you, Frankie. the call. Thank you for listening so much, man. We appreciate you. I did have a, during the pandemic. Yeah, what's he talking about? When, during the pandemic, when we were at home doing shows, mm-hmm. I had a one of those gamer headsets that had a microphone that came around. like, hey, like hey, the, it was a pandemic, whatever worked. And, and that's how I talked, and it sounded just yeah. absolutely terrible. So wait a minute, you had like... Yeah, I had like a gamer headset. Like a Janet Jackson set? Yeah, yeah. Like the like the microphones that, that uh, Pepe and Michael used to, to oh, put, okay. put the microphone Oh, okay, but you up. talked into the mic, and it was yeah, okay. Yeah, talked the mic that way. Yeah, it, no, it was not okay. God, what a surreal time that was. Yeah. By the way, Michael told me an amazing... I'll, I'll wait till he comes in on Wednesday. Okay. So you guys can hear it, but told me an amazing story today about a time where he was literally within a day of becoming a professional wrestler. No. Did you know that? No. All right. Well, remind me to bring it up. Okay. Absolutely. Hey, when you drop your phone in water, your iPhone, isn't it supposed to stay waterproof? Well, yeah, theoretically, but. Explain to, explain the exact same. Did like did you drop it in the toilet? No, I dropped it in the jacuzzi. I'm I'm using okay. the phone in the jacuzzi yeah. and I'm looking stuff how, up. How long that. was it submerged? For three seconds. I immediately right. sunk it up. When was this? Uh, it was uh, Saturday. Okay, if it ever happens again, does yeah. it, is your phone working? Yes. It, no, I went, had to go get a new one. It stopped okay. working. If that happens again, yep. immediately put it in rice. Yep. I don't know if that's a. Is that still a I've thing? I've done it. Absolutely. I've done it. But it is soaks that up still the water. A thing? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, don't know. I just read an article like a week ago about the same thing, and it said that it's like a myth. Or it I doesn't re- actually. Work. I read the same no. article. Well, it says it's a myth. I did Please. it. I dropped my phone in a sink that that had water in it. It was like, uh, and it was submerged for maybe one second. I pulled it out. I stuck it in a big tin of rice. Right. Pulled it out. It worked fine. But here's the thing: it's supposed to be water resistant. The phone is supposed to be but water I think, resistant. Well, that means like if you do this, like you you. You spill a cup of water near your phone, but not. I don't think it means it's supposed to be submerged. Like if you, one time, didn't you tell me you forgot you had your phone in your pocket and you but jumped off was, a boat? But that was long before the right. phones were There's supposed a to be water resistant. Between water resistant and waterproof. Correct. Um, that's what you're talking about. Water resistant means if it if you dump something like a bottle of water on yeah. your phone, it's resistant. It, it should survive it. If you jump in a lake, yeah. and your phone is submerged. I think you're done. Okay. Because it's not waterproof. Here's a guest idea. I'd like to talk to uh, CEO Tim Cook from Apple about that. Can you get Tim See, Cook that's from Apple? One on of it? those ones that are not possible. Okay. And why would you want to talk to Tim Cook? Because I like want to complain about this phone thing. It's supposed <laughs> to be water resistant. I don't get it. Why don't you think Tim Cook is possible? 
I don't think that's one that's going to want to come on to a sports radio station. Well, you, never, uh, you never We'd know. have to know somebody. You gotta, yeah, yeah, you'd you have, have to, know, have to somebody. know somebody. Just like if I want to get Balmer, I would go through Momo since she's paid by the All Clippers. right. She gets paid by Balmer to be one of the <laughs> exactly. public relations people. Well, here are exactly. Rush. Call yeah. one of yeah. Oh, Arash is the two. other one, yeah. I bet Sedano can get him for us. Uh, Shidano could Shidano get Balmer. Probably, it probably has a relationship. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we mentioned the Clippers logo. You're talking about Balmer. Have you seen the Clippers logo? Yes. Okay. Your reaction? Don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it either. It's fine. It's boring. What does it mean? There's like a half a sh- ship boat thing and uh, lines and then... It's such. I didn't see any of that. You didn't see a boat I didn't thing. Recognize the boat. It just looks like a bunch. It looks like a like some kid in a drafting class just drew a bunch of stuff. It does look homemade to me. It does look homemade. Like maybe it's it's fine. It's clean. They, I, I, I mean, he's got the best marketing people in the world. He probably has a logo guy that works for him. And this is I'll what they this. came up with. I'll say this about both the logo and the uniforms. Um, when the Rams rebranded. I didn't like any of their stuff, and now it's grown on me. So maybe the Clippers stuff will grow on me. Uh, it'll never grow on me. I, if it was great, it wouldn't grow on me. No, see how that's a ship? That's a ship in the middle. Yeah, it's supposed to be homage to like but San wait Diego. A wait a minute. That looks like a cruise ship. It does. Correct. A it Clippers does. ship is a ship with a sail. This is a carnival cruise. Right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> exactly. not, it's not like a, a Clipper ship the way you would think. I just think it's generic. Yeah. Don't you think that's generic? Yeah, it's boring. Now, Bergman, you like it? So I no, it's fine. I don't. I'm not like, oh my god, this is amazing. If any other team in the NBA had this, I'd say, oh okay, that's fine. I'd All say right. boring. Just because it's a Clippers, I don't. I think we're giving it a so lot more. So here's than- the mistake they made, Mace. Yes. Pretend you and I are on the TV show Password. Okay. Okay. Yep. You're receiving. I'm giving. Okay. Clippers. Loser. Exactly. That's what I would have said too. Yeah. They should have changed the name. Oh, when they got rid Clippers. of Donald Sterling, they that was a golden opportunity. It's not that hard to do. New, New building. Orleans, New Orleans did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not that hard to do. And I, what would have been perfect is call them the Los Angeles Stars. Yes. And have a big like they could the steal the car. Make fun of all of them. Relentlessly. No, we make fun the of stars. Greg, the stars. Greg, you don't make fun of the Clippers. No, we make fun of the Clippers, but if they change their name to the Stars, they get well, ripped apart. It doesn't have to be the Stars; they have they can no be anything. Stars. But they could have a cha- they have a chance or had a chance to sort of get rid of all the old stuff and right. say we're moving into a new building. This is all new now: new logo, new uniforms, new everything. See, I think this is just it's fine. It's it's exactly what they should have done. They didn't they didn't go glitzy and glammy like they were trying to do before with the streetlights over spotlights and all those kind of things. They just went very. Normal, dry, here you go, this is what we are now. And that's a better way for it to go. I think that was the exact right way to go. Um, we were talking, a bunch of us were talking the other day about um, the NBA is rumored to be expanding to Vegas and Seattle right. soon, right. within the next couple of years. And the WNBA team in Vegas took the perfect nickname, hmm. the Las Vegas Aces. Oh, yeah, that's So great. what would you call the NBA expansion team? Hmm. What's a Vegas... I, the, the Aces is perfect. Yeah, the Aces You can't call them the great. Kings because there's already a Kings. The Gamblers. Yeah, you could. Um, they would probably – Well, I don't know why they would shy away from that. Every single ad on games is now a gambler. Yeah, ad. the Gamblers is bad. Is yeah. good. Gamblers would be good. The Vegas Gamblers. Yeah, yeah that works. I think that's catchy. Las Vegas Wait, is Aces. This, is this too weird? Hmm. The High Rollers? The Vegas High Rollers. 
Yeah, it could work. It could work. Yeah. It could work. It should be something Vegasy, though. You're right. You're right. Um, all right. Tell you what. Coming up next. The Sphere. The Las Vegas Sphere. Yeah, I think. <laughs> they got to pay. They, they, <laughs> and they'd have to pay Dolan. You know, somebody, They'll never do it. Somebody told me in advertising that in order to get your ad on the Sphere during Super Bowl week in a regular rotation, $3 million. Three million bucks to just be on that. Well, thing. the thing is one of a kind. It I don't is. know if I'd pay three million bucks. Yeah, everybody was looking at it, but all right. Coming up next, SNL says you can make money off your degenerate gambler friend. By the way, this skit you're talking about mm-hmm. gave me an idea for mythical money. So, oh, good. So let's play it. Excellent. Yeah. We will do that. In the meantime, this spring you can get in and get away with a great deal on the Hyundai you've always wanted at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. And as always, every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Um, you can get the, uh, like I did, I'm driving the hybrid Elantra. Uh, the Sonata is super sharp. The Ionic 6 is spectacular if you want to go EV. And of course, they got the Santa Fe if you want to go um, SUV. Um, it's uh, more joy for every journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, which is going on now. The great deals will not last. Check them out. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your SoCal Hyundai dealer today. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is this JT? JT. New JT. Pretty good. Yeah, everything he does is good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, by the way, Culture Pop Podcast came out today. It is with the writers of Marley One Lo- Bob Marley, One Love, Terrence Winter, who's a great... Uh, Terrence Winter, you know. I've heard that name before. Uh, was executive producer and writer on The Sopranos, was executive That's producer, creator of Boardwalk Empire, wrote uh, Wolf of Wall Street, uh, was nominated for an Oscar. So it's him and Frankie uh, Frankie Flowers. Uh, go to YouTube, uh, search Culture Pop Podcast, and it will pop right up. Is that why you like the movie? Because you had them on your podcast? Uh, no, I love the movie. You loved the movie? I loved the movie. You saw it, Greg? Yes. You guys didn't love it. No. I, I loved it. it By the way, fun. the world more agrees with me. It was a gigantic box office hit. I mean, the story and the, the story behind it is good, but the acting and everything about it just wasn't very good. They didn't, the they didn't acting, do enough. you didn't like the lead actor? I, I No, I like him. I thought he was good. I just didn't think the storyline worked. It just was a very short period of time. It didn't explain anything. It just like assumed that you knew everything that happened in the movie. Here's what I liked about it. In they, his life. They didn't do the, okay, here he is as a little kid. Here he is as a teenager. Here he is as a grown up. Here he is when he dies. That's what they didn't do, which I liked. I wanted them to explain to me how he was cre- coming up with creation.
creating these songs? Why why did he You didn't three think little all birds. the strife in Jamaica was all about that? No, I know, but like actually him writing the songs. Like one of the cool things about Eight Mile with your favorite song, John Lose Yourself. Yep, you first song in his how, playlist. You saw I mean I know it's fake and it wasn't this is that one wasn't a biopic, but you saw him writing the song, kind of putting it all together. I wanted to see that with all the Bob Marley songs, and it just wasn't. It was about something that they just assume you already know and they're just showing it. So I did not know the stuff in the movie. Did you know the stuff in the movie? Did you no, know that I didn't he know brought two warring factions together on stage at a peace conference? I mean, that See, I did big, not. That was a big deal, though. I think that one I've seen more than I have seen that than knowing that he was in a relationship with other women and or, and the wife was in a relationship right, with other Right. They, they both had infidelities. And then they had some guy that was stealing money from them. I didn't know anything about that, those kind of things, but they just glommed past it. Yeah. Uh, d- disagree. Okay. That's uh, fair. Love Brian? the movie. Uh, it is, and by the way, it's doing huge business at the box office, which is uh, great. All right, Saturday Night Live. Kind of a, not the best episode of Saturday Night Live. I did not, I wasn't familiar with Shane Gillis, Me were either. you? No, I had never heard of him. I thought his monologue was right on the edge of... Weird. Weird. Yeah, but this skit was interesting. It's a spoof about, what if you had an app that you could bet on literally anything? Yes, here it is. Uh, this was from SNL Saturday Night. The thrill of victory. The satisfaction of placing a bet and watching it hit big. The exhilaration of an upset only you saw coming. With betting apps right on your phone, it's easier than ever to turn your passion for sports into cold, hard cash. And with so many games to bet on, you almost can't lose. But there's a dark side as well. We all know a friend who struggles with online gambling. A friend who's on the verge of losing everything. His house, his family, his entire life. And now you can bet on exactly how he'll lose it all. With rock bottom kings. It's the only app that lets you take prop bets about how your degenerate gambler friend is finally going to hit rock bottom. Will it be goes double or nothing on a random WNBA game? Or bets his child's college fund on the coin toss? And when your friend is desperate for cash, you can bet on what his lowest moments will be. Will he take out a life insurance policy on his own mother? Will he set up a fake GoFundMe that says he has leukemia? And what will he sell first? His PS5 or his kidney? And you can build a parlay about everything that could happen to him. Divorce, Mary's rich old widow, arrested for elder fraud, and fakes his own death, but is immediately caught when he uses an app to gamble. <laughs> Rock Bottom Kings, you'll feel like you're in the game. The game of your friend versus his horrible demons. But again, addiction is a real problem. And we take it very seriously. That's why all these gambling ads are full of cash, gold, fireworks, and flames exploding everywhere. Because you're not a loser. Your friend is. They say the house always wins. Well, now you're the house, and your friend is probably going to lose his. Does it seem a little cruel to bet on your friend's devastating addiction? Sure, but it's also hilarious. So however your friend bottoms out, make sure you cash out at Rock Bottom Kings. Download Rock Bottom Kings today, because gambling is serious. Seriously awesome. Rock Bottom Kings. He's the one with the problem. There you go. That was uh, Saturday Night Live, and... You know, we don't talk about that. I We don't have the access to be able to gamble with the touch of a, a phone, right? But Not in a lot of my friends do. Do they? Yeah, they just have offshore accounts. Oh, yeah. offshore accounts. But, I mean, literally, like if you're sitting in an arena in, let's say, Cleveland. Right. Uh, sports gambling is legal in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You can bet on the over in the second half. You can bet right. on LeBron getting over a certain number or whoever. Uh, I mean, it's people are 
my brother in Ohio says when they legalized it, it's unbelievable the number of people but that show up at casinos and gamble. At the heart of that spoof was betting on your friend's behavior. Yes. So, for example, had um, when we walked into Crosstalk today, yep. had I had the option when Travis said, hey, Mace will come by this season ticker event. I knew you weren't going to that event. I would I have, was, we talked about it this morning. I was almost gone. I would have bet, Greg, that you wouldn't go, but you probably wouldn't have taken it. No, no chance I was taking that. <laughs> no, but it's, it's betting, 7 o'clock. Betting on your friend's behavior is a fun idea. That is a fun idea, yeah. I mean, you don't want to wish him ill like that spot suggested, but, yeah. you know. Is betting on your friend... Like, what do you weigh right now? Uh, 192. Okay. So up a, li- up a little. Greg, Yes. if I said it's basically March 1st in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. By Friday. the end of March... Mason will be north of 195. Would you take that bet? So, well, because I'll win it, I'll say yes. He'll be he'll be below. I think he'll be below. Okay, I'd say he'll be above. Yeah, you do. I will yeah. take that bet. You want want that yeah. bet? That'll right. be betting on my misfortune gaining weight. Well, not your misfortune, but your habits. My habits, yes. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'll bet you 5k. Done, because he will do it just to spite you. Correct. But that's <laughs> yes. what I'm going for. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. No. So this is my Mace way of over. keeping Mason healthy. Yes. Betting him it's a that challenge. he'll go over one night, because like you said last week, you need a challenge. I do. I need a challenge. So now you got one. All right. Uh, by the way, whenever we bet, stupidly, even on uh, my weight, it's brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members can go to prizepicks.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so the court storming thing. We have to do the court storming thing. I actually have Bergman pointed something out to me today, and it changed my perspective on the situation with the Duke-Wake Forest game, uh, which led to a court storming by Wake Forest. Yeah, we, it's, what's every, it's what everybody's talking about, and we'll get into it coming up. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Um, let me tell you about iSpot Active. Uh, this is wearable cryotherapy. If you golf, play pickleball, tennis, soccer, basketball, football, if you do anything active, you got to know about iSpot Active. Go to that website. I-C-E-B-O-D-Active.com. I used this a couple of weeks ago when I had a long day. I played golf in the morning. I had to load a moving truck in the afternoon, put on my iSpot compression shirt. Mace, you still wearing your iSpot compression shirt? I am. Every night I wear it. Um, Folks, this this shoulder, I need it for the shoulder. And the upper and lower back, it's great. If you're active, and particularly if you're sore, Go to that website. You'll see Hall of Famer James Worthy with a testimonial on there. There's a a doctor who does a video. It'll answer any questions you have. It's wearable cryotherapy. You put on these compression shirts. You slide the ice-cold gel packs into the slots that are built into the shirt. You leave it on for 20 minutes. And if you're like me, you're going to feel a lot less sore 20 minutes later. Check it out today. iSpot Active. By the way, always free shipping Always 30-day money-back guarantee. So for any reason you don't like it, you can send it back, get all your money back. iSpotActive, iSpotActive.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, everybody has seen by now the uh, Wake Forest court storming uh, in which uh, one of the Duke players was injured, uh, their best player. Right. And so it has started a debate over whether or not college basketball should ban court storming. And most people with a national platform seem to be leaning that way. Here's the discussion on CBS Sports over the weekend. Adam Zucker, Clark Kellogg, and the first person you're going to hear from is Seth Davis talking about court storming. First, you have to make the decision, are we going to ban court storms or are we going to manage them? I've never liked court storms. The court is for people like yourself who earned the right to be there, players and coaches. The fans have not earned the right to be there. I've been against court storms for a long time. We could see this type of thing coming. I kind of backed off to the position, well, okay, we'll have the court storms. Just make sure there's enough security there to get the opposing teams. That's just not in place. A huge turnover by Wake Forest University, which obviously knew that if Wake was going to win the game, this was going to happen. If we made the decision collectively in the sport to get rid of court storms, it could be done. People just don't frankly have the gumption to do that and I frankly wish they would a way to maybe guide the students coming onto the court away from the opposing players but not every situation is the same I think you just shut it down I don't think you can have a middle ground that's the problem yeah exactly you're trying to play both sides against the middle the players and coaches need to get off the court and if you want to have a post court storm a minute and a half after the game then you can do that but the players and coaches officials have to be given room to get off the court safely good luck telling the college students that right yeah. Okay. Good luck. So a lot there. What do you think of court storming? Um, I think they've got to get rid of it. I, I think it is dangerous. But I'll say this about this uh, Kyle Filipowski. Uh, yeah. He was injured because he went to trip somebody that was storming the court. If you look at the I, video very I closely. It, I watched it. It looked like that person tripped into him. It, no, it looked like he stuck his leg out and tried to trip somebody, and that's how he actually got hurt. Uh, Bergman, do you have that? Tweet out that slow mo that you showed me. Right, well, I'll, I'll Greg, where it. are you on court storming? So I don't think you can do anything to stop it. There's nothing sure that can you be done. Can. No, no, you can't ban it. Can. They're gonna, and also I don't think you should. It's a part of the college experience. I did it. I've done it at UCLA. I've done it at Colorado. I've done it plenty of times. You're a regular court stormer. Went back in the day. Sure, it was fun. Um, but I, I think there should be ways around it. I don't know what that, what uh, you can actually do. Okay, I've got one. I, by the way, and I. I I disagree with what you said at the beginning of that. Which part? That 
there's nothing they can do to stop it. Of course there is. It doesn't happen in the NBA. Why no, no, doesn't it happen in the it's, NBA? It's not. A, it's not a. That's a college thing. It's the students right. storming the court. Right. But I'm just saying. We don't have you, students you, in the NBA. If you want to seal the court, you if, can seal the court. Right. If you had security you there, all if you had no, security no, no. there, put, nobody would storm. You put red coats there. Yeah. You right. So you have to. So you're going to now pay more red coats, more more security at yes. each. Yes. Correct. For how little but, it happens. But let me. I more. I agree with you more than I agree with Mason. So let me throw this out there. Okay. I sent this to you guys. One unnamed college coach. Yeah. Has an idea. And I think it might work. Tell me what you guys think. Okay. All right. So this is an idea of how you can keep court storming but make it safer. Start a shot clock as soon as the game goes final. So in other words, you've got a rope up around the court. You've got security in place. But you start a shot clock as soon as the game goes finals. You give the visiting team 30 seconds to get off the court and down the tunnel. You, your students start counting down. Okay. Okay. Once the home team is in the tunnel and safe, you drop the ropes, let them storm the court. Would mm-hmm. that work? No. No. Why? You want to go first, Mace, or yes. me? Yes. The court storming is spontaneous. It's not like, okay, let's stop and watch let everybody cl- three, two. It's not going to work like that. Kids just storm the court. They're not waiting. They don't care. There's only a few ways you can get onto a court. All right, just because of the ways things are configured. Like, a lot of people have a press table in front of it. Some some sure. sides don't. You can seal the court. I've seen it done. Yes. UCLA banned court storming until my sophomore year of college, and then they realized that other arenas were doing it, and they got jealous, and they basically said, okay, they put yellow guy, guys in yellow jackets around the court yep. at the end of games, and they, they just caused a small delay. They didn't wait 30 seconds. Yeah. But after about 10 seconds, they went, they said to the students, had their hands up. They said, wait, wait, wait. All right, go. And they all stormed the court. So the problem with UCLA, by the way, is that they're used to winning and being the number one team in the country, especially what year were you there at UCLA? 81 to 85. So they were still pretty good around the end of the year. When I got there, they were in the NCAA championship game. When I left, they won the NIT. I was there for the whole demise of the <laughs> UCLA basketball. So you were Straight on, downhill. You were the demise. But the fact is that they were winning championship after championship, and they were always the number one team. So people were storming the court on them if they lost, not, not the right. other way around. Right. But – so you guys would both ban it. I, no, I, no, 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 no. No, Bergman's like you not. can't stop it. I oh. would absolutely red coat that sucker. You know, you can. A, that is an of, option. Here's the thing about the schools. The schools have such liability when guys are storming, when kids are storming the court. I told this story a couple of weeks ago, but when I was at Bowling Green, we actually went undefeated one year. Uh, and at the end of the season, everybody stormed the field, and some kid got hit with the goalpost, and his life changed forever. The liability there is incredible. Right. I didn't think about that. But I think I think you can do it in a controlled fashion. I would just need to talk to more people in that business to figure out exactly how to execute it. But I'm with you, Greg. I would find try and find a way to keep it. Yeah, because it is something that is fun in your college experience to go and, and storm a field, storm right. a court. That is a big part of the – like I was at Colorado when we beat uh, Nebraska, when Nebraska was really good with Tim, Tim Couch and all that kind of thing. I stormed the field in Boulder, and it was amazing. It was such a great experience yeah, that I remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, no, it's a I, cool I did thing. It. It's a cool thing. There's a lot of liability. Now this kid got hurt. I don't know how seriously he's well, hurt. The Filipowski, I think a lot of that was his fault. You're I do right. too. It was I, him sticking out his leg and then trying to push the guy. Yeah. There's well, I think any smart person realizes that you've got to find a way to get the visiting team off the court and safe. But if you can do that and still let them storm the court, you should do it. Um, I just got this tweet that's interesting. Uh, Chrissy tweets, 
Do you have anyone on your podcast whose movie you didn't like, Venice Mace? A simple yes or no would suffice. You don't have to mention any names. I would love to know that answer, too. Oh, I, I, I think it's unavoidable. If they don't like, if I don't like the movie, they're not coming on. I don't, I don't book well, people that. So I that means but there the have been instances no. where you have had somebody on, and just because of your schedule, there's a chance you haven't seen the movie yet. No, always see the movie. Huh. There's, I've never had anybody on where I haven't seen the movie on a screener or haven't gone to the theater or haven't watched the uh, the link on TV. I, I see. I mean, I watch so much stuff. I'm trying to think. Is there anything? Yeah, there probably is somewhere along the path. But but honestly, I I don't bring people on if I don't like the the movie. And if you listen mm, to not? the rest, why not? Yeah, to have a conversation with the, and actually have a real and conversation. say this movie's bad. Well, no. could you say though, like what Greg said about Marley? Hey, this movie didn't work for me, and here's why. But it's a huge success. It's a big break for you in your career. Tell me why you think it works. Never. You would, you would never, never do that. Oh, why you'd not? Completely blind, blindside somebody. Um, you, wait a minute. So you're having a real conversation. Well, hang on a second. So Academy Award nominee um, Terrence Winter is on the show. Hey, I didn't like your movie, but w- tell me why you made it the way. I mean, you can't do that. It's how you say it. I don't. You don't say, right. "Hey, I didn't like your movie." I, I, I think. By the way, like go back to Larry King. Larry King was a completely non-confrontational interviewer. Right. Um, he never saw the movie or read the book in advance. That was his rule. Because honestly, he says he wanted it to be fresh for his viewers and his listeners. The reality was, I think he was a little lazy. Yeah. Um, I won't have somebody on if I haven't seen the movie or the TV show. Yes, yeah, I would. I yeah. would. I would interview somebody if I didn't like the movie. Yeah. Why not? I think that's actually shows that you will bring on anybody i i yeah. mean i'll bring on anybody whose work i like i'm not going to bring somebody on and blindside him with that sucks. it's not even no he's just, well the, like Greg's right you, you can you you don't have to say it that way but you could say to terrence winner hey um like any movie there were things in this for me that i thought were great and i really enjoyed for example a b c and d right. there were other things that just didn't work for me how do you decide what to put in and what to take out well that's that part of the question was asked that yeah. was asked why did you tell the story the way you yeah, did i think that's the way you get is, the answer is open ended and you get it from throwing him. him under the bus exactly exactly so chrissy the answer is maybe once or twice <laughs> maybe but ireland un, un, i would i always see the movie or the tv show really? or i don't do the interview yeah huh. uh all right coming up next where oh, you by the way some... before before you do this tease greg and I'm, i want to give some this was not an original thought from me but it came from one of our listeners um and i if i could find it i would give him credit but now of course i can't find it uh for a potential guest okay and this guy's doable because i've heard him on other podcasts Larry David. Oh. That'd be great. I'd need to find... Oh, I again, I would need help from someone that knows Larry David. And, uh, go, I could, and then you start looking towards Mason. Didn't and, you... Wait, wait. But didn't you call Sue once and ask her if she'd do it? And she said no. She said she'd try. No, I, I if I remember correctly, I think I'd listen to that show. I think Did you're she wrong say with no? Momo. And she goes, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk to Susie Esman on Thursday. I could probably get Susie on the show. Oh, I'd love to talk to her. She's great. Yeah. She's great. So should sure. I try to bring her on if I can bring her on? Yeah. Sure. She's going to do the podcast. 100%. So I, I'm, I'll ask her while she's there. Um, all right. So what's up, fools? Coming up next, don't forget Fifth Row Fridays from BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. And we got fifth row seats for a Lakers game. If you can answer correctly five questions on a quiz this Friday at 3.30, there will be one question from each show all week long. Answer all five, and you're in the fifth row. What game is that for, Bergman? Do you know? Against one second. Yeah. 
Lakers versus in the fifth row the uh, Sacramento, Sacramento on Kings. March six. Excellent. So uh, make sure you're listening all week long for that. What's up, fools? Coming up next. In the meantime, uh, my buddy Jacob wanted to share kind of a typical situation. So you get in what you think is a minor car accident and your knee hits the dashboard and you get out of the car and you talk with the person and they say they zoned out or they didn't see you. And it's obvious the accident's the other guy's fault. But your car is damaged and it still can be driven. You take pictures, you exchange the information, and then after waiting a week or two, you get hold of the other driver and they say it was your fault. Oh, and when your knee got hurt, it hurts more every day since the accident, and it's going to be difficult to prove uh, when you got injured. So don't put yourself in this situation. Again, if something happens immediately after an accident, there's only one name to remember. It's Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Jacob will work hard on your behalf so you can get the compensation that you deserve, get yourself healthy, handle all the paperwork, all that stuff. Uh, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember, accident. Or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call Jacob. Call Jacob.com. Don't forget, you can follow Jacob on Instagram. Go to at call.jacob. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Thanks, Morales. All right, so NBA Central put out an aggregated report that ESPN has removed Bronny James from its 2024 mock draft because they now project him as a, a selection in the 2025 draft. Uh, LeBron James all responded to that and said that, can you all please just let the kid be a kid, enjoy college basketball? The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If you all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He's just works. Earned, not given. Now, is LeBron saying that he thinks that Bronny's going to come out this year? Yeah, that's actually interesting. No, I, I interpreted it the other way. Did you? Like, leave him alone. Leave well, alone because he's going to come out. They took him out of his mock, or out of the mock draft, apparently, and so the idea is that maybe he's not coming out this year. But I still think there's a chance he comes out. He's not even starting for I know, USC. I know. By he the way, played, Greg, did you played, watch the USC UCLA game over the weekend? I did. It was it was painful to watch that game. It was UCLA disgusting. didn't score for like the first ten minutes of the second half. It was awful. They're done now. If, um, unless they win, unless they, they win, the win the Pac-12 tournament. tournament. Both, by up. the way, both USC yeah, and UCLA won't be the They'll probably miss the tournament. Yeah. Um, but I'm I kind of like Peter King retired today. Yeah, 
And he, he wrote a long retirement column about the things that he'll miss about the business and the thing he won't miss. And he said the thing he won't miss are mock drafts. He says it's a complete farce. It's just people guessing. Right. He goes, nobody knows anything. And he goes, I hated it when they assigned me to write mock drafts. I know, I'm, I'm kind of with King. I think mock drafts are stupid. I never read them. I don't look at them. And it, it, I, I, Bronny James almost had a, a near-death experience. I, I think he's just happy to be out there. I, I'm kind of with LeBron on this. Um, I don't disagree with LeBron on what he's saying here. I mean, I, by the way, and I also think mock drafts are just total BS, unless we're doing a story about them, and then they're really good. Because <laughs> sometimes there's interesting stuff in a mock draft that you want to talk about and, and play with a little bit, the ideas, et cetera, the players that may be on your team or may be going elsewhere. But in this case, I, I don't think it's particularly significant for me, I think there's no way Bronny comes out and goes to the draft this year. And I also don't think LeBron is retiring at the end of this season. No, no, so no. there'll be opportunities in two years for them to play together. Sure. I just when I was reading that quote from LeBron, it almost seemed like he was disputing the it's fact that ESPN. I I, uh, I took it the other way that he just wants people to leave Bronny alone. But maybe you're right. That's, that's part of it. I didn't I think see it. Both things are right. I think he wants them to leave him alone. But also, it's it just seemed to me that. It sounded like he wanted him to come out. I don't know. That was my my take. Okay. What's up, fool? All right, guys, I saw a pretty crazy stat on NBA Today. Wimby has 38 blocks in the month of February alone, crazy. which is more than six whole entire teams. And he was here this last weekend, so a lot of people got to see him up close and personal. LeBron, you know, tweeting at him with the alien emoji and all that. Right. So my question is, has he really lived up to all the hype? I mean, 38 blocks in one month. That's pretty crazy, right? Not only has he lived up to it, Brian, but I think he's exceeded it. To do what he's doing at the age of 19, he's having a better rookie season than LeBron did. And he's playing 10 less minutes. And his shot blocking is freakish. There was a a play, we played him on Friday. And Austin Reeves does this a lot. He beats this guy off the dribble and he's very good at getting to the basket. So he went around Wemby and had a layup. And he gets to the rim. And Wemby, who was like, six feet away from the front of the rim, just reached back with his go-go gadget arm and blocked it. (laughs) He had it two weeks ago in Toronto. He had a triple-double with 10 blocks. Yeah, yeah. So it was – and he – by the way, at age 19, he leads the NBA in block shots. So I may. I don't know how you can't say he's a, he hasn't exceeded what people thought he would be. I mean, I think a lot of people thought, you know, he's – nobody that I know, but some people thought he's too – Thin and might get hurt. Greg Bergman God, used the word I've, bust. I don't no, know. Okay, any, no. I don't know anybody. Just, let's be careful with that. What do you mean? What? Did you not use no. the word bust? Sedano asked me, "Would you think he'd be more of a bust or more of a Hall of Famer?" I said, "Well, I would probably lean towards bust because he's seven feet. He's ten feet tall and one hundred twenty pounds." Man, how so can how you argue that? that you didn't say bust? How is that no, different actually, from what you, I said? I was asked one or the other. I didn't say he was going to be a bust. I was asked, "Would I lean one way or I have to? I have to go one way or the other." Okay, now you prepared to say you're wrong. I yes, I was wrong. He's played over 50 games. He's going to play over probably close to 70 games. That's better than what he's doing everything I thought he would. Anytime he, or wouldn't, he, anytime he twists an ankle, he, come, he comes back and he plays. He is proving to be durable this year. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great. He's I, been great. I will say, watching that game Friday, you cannot take your eyes off of him. Right. He's such a completely I'll take it unique, a step further and one of you guys kind of to player. think about it. Okay. Okay. And uh, this is going to sound like a ridiculously outlandish statement. Okay. But tell me if you agree with it. There isn't another player in the NBA I would trade him one for one for. 
Not one. I wouldn't trade him one for one for Jokic. Giannis? Nope. Luka? Nope. No, not Luka. I, I mean, Giannis would be tough. Jokic is the toughest one. Do you think you can win a championship with Wemby alone? No, but you can't win a championship with Joker alone. With Giannis alone, he kind of well, wait he didn't do it he alone, had, but kind of. He had two All-Stars with him. He had Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton with him when they were All-Stars. Yeah. The um, other part of it is... Yana, or uh, I'm sorry, Wemby is just scratching the surface That's of why. what he's going to be. And right. he's only 19. Can you imagine how much better he's going to get? So, yes, I would agree. I think that's the one player that I wouldn't trade one for one. Um, you're probably right. He's been fantastic. And that guy's when he gets rolling, he's going to sell a lot of tickets, too. Uh, I, Big star. After getting to his first game against the Lakers at Crypto is this past Friday, and he did a 5-by-5. Five five. Yes. Did you guys read about this? Very rare. All right. He had... At least five. He had way more in some categories, but he had at least five points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Yep. It's only the 19th time it's ever happened, and he's the youngest player ever to do it. I, I just think the sky's the limit for that dude. He's great. What's up, fool? All right, speaking of another big man, Shaq was on his uh, latest podcast, and I was listening to it on the drive into work today, and he said by the age he was 18, he never would go to bed before midnight. Not once. Instead, he would take about three to four hour naps during the day and especially before games. Hmm. Now, to me, that just sounds crazy. I don't know how anybody could sleep three to four hour nap in the midday. And, John, mm. I know you, you know, don't sleep I as was well gonna at night. Say, so, are have you we a met? napper? <laughs> right, right, right. No, I just sleep when I'm tired. Um, and I fall asleep during the day a lot. You know, if. Right, uh, um, hour three. Yeah, like maybe coming up here in about 20 minutes. <laughs> um, there are some people that just can't sleep an extended period yeah. of time. Although last night. I've been getting. I've been in three cities in the last three days. My voice is getting weak, and I said I gotta sleep. So I gummied up hard nice. and and got like eight hours of sleep, which I never do. But that's the only way I would do it is if I if I artificially. Uh, eight hours. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard you say that. Yeah, yeah. eight hours. I went of sleep, to bed that's good. at nine, and I woke up at five. Okay, now be honest. How many milligrams? Well, here's what I took. Okay. Twenty milligram gummy. Yep. Two Tylenol PMs and an Ambien. Whew, that is like a sleep bomb. Right. And I went to bed at 9. Yep. Uh, I watched Curb. Yes. Went to bed, woke up at 5. Yeah. See, I love sleep. I think sleep is so underrated. So do I. I just can't do it. It's like I, if I don't get, like for example, the Rams thing, I had tickets for tonight and we were going to be in kind of the cool section uh, with the food and the drinks and all that stuff. And once uh, it told me today, reminding me about it, and I'm like... Tomorrow, I got to be at Lakeside Golf Club at, at eight in the eight morning. In the morning. Yeah. There's no way. And I need 10 hours of sleep. I have to have 10 hours I've of sleep. I've never slept 10 hours my entire life. It is the best. It is the best. Well, think about everything I took, and I still didn't sleep 10 hours. Right. True. Yeah. yeah once I'm sleep, I love some good sleep, man. It is so underrated. So under- I, it's I delicious. I love sleep. I don't know if I've ever seen 10 hours in the last. Oh. 15 years so good and by so the way good. you know you the beginning of that brian you said Shaq when he was 18 never went to bed before midnight i'm 60 and i never go to bed before midnight unless it's something like i'm, I'm not feeling good yeah you know i i step that late all the time unless it's a friday or saturday i'm i don't never see midnight i would never see midnight on, on a on a school night as i said <laughs> on a school night last night i had six hours and 47 minutes oh you I keep track up. of it on your watch i do oh that's yeah. cool and so I can see how when I wake up, when I'm in REM, when I'm in core sleep, when I'm in deep sleep. What is that? An aura ring or no? It's just the watch. The Apple, Apple watch. watch. Yeah, the Apple does watch. all that. Yeah. Huh. I don't use it for that. How do you charge it? When do you charge it? I charge it when I get in the shower. And it charges enough. It charges enough. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, I don't do that. 
How does it know if you're having REM sleep? How does your just, watch know I, if you're I having? Think just, I think that's just made all up. Your, yes. Again, another reason pulse. to get Tim Cook on the show because I don't think I don't believe in this. It's, it's your, your watch pulse. can't tell you if you have REM sleep. It's Ireland, how fast. I, I'm with you. I think it's I think it's a it's a sales trick. Here's another reason to get Tim Cook on the show. I want to try out those Apple Vision uh, goggles. They're thirty five hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, I saw Josh Hart was. Uh, Josh Hart's a big fan okay. of them. He's using them for email and social media and all that stuff. To me, if I was if I was Apple, I'd say, let's give it to Mason because he's going to talk about it a lot, and that'll be good for the product. Do you want to call him? Yeah, that's just what they're going to do. Say, he's going to come on and say, Let, just try my $3,500 glasses. They're $3,500. I mean, oh, when thank they, you. When they come down in price, I would be interested to try them, but I haven't even tried them so far. Um, all right, there you have it. There is your What's right. Up, Fool. A couple things, Connor. We were just talking about Wemby. He's a yeah. candidate for this, but... A lot of talk about who's going to be the face of the NBA yes. after LeBron retires. Shannon Sharp has an interesting caveat to it that we'll share with you that, to me, makes zero sense. Uh, that and you mentioned Mace. Yes. When we were talking about, when you got the question, would you ever have somebody on your podcast whose movie you didn't like? Yes. And I brought up Larry King. Yeah. And you said Larry King was famous for not doing any research. Yep. We found an interesting example of that that we'll share with you. Excellent. That is uh, coming up for you. Uh, Mason and Ireland. Oh, plus, I'll tell you about my experience in the L.A. Poker Classic on Saturday. Oh, I haven't heard yet. Yeah, I will will tell you about it coming up next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.